And I thank God for, for both of them in Jesus' name. With that being said, let's go to the book of John, chapter number four. My title's already up on the screen there. I'm going to be speaking on spirit and in truth. Speaking of Brother Carson and I, we were speaking and talking about this and Revelation just began to hit us both uh, on this subject matter. And John chapter 4, we're going to start reading at verse number 20, dealing with the Samaritan woman at the well. The Samaritans, just to give a little history and background for those that do not, uh, embraced a religion that was a mixture of Judaism and idolatry. Uh, you can find that in 2 Kings in chapter number 17. But uh, because the Israelites, uh, inhabitants of Samaria, had intermarried with the foreigners and adopted their idolatrous religion, Samaritans were generally considered half-breeds and were universally despised by the Jews. That's why we find here with the Samaritan woman at the well when she was telling Jesus that, what are you doing even talking to me? Your, your people, the Jews, don't have any dealings with the Samaritans. Uh, and so that's why I thank the Lord for Jesus because he came for all people. And I'm thankful to the Lord for that. The Bible says our fathers worshiped in this mountain. And you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the father. You worship who you know not. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and somebody say now is. Woo, we've heard that preaching. I can preach that right now. And now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father, somebody say seeketh. He seeks this. The Father seeks this. You see that? He is seeking people such to worship him. God is a capital S spirit, all right? He's a capital S spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in lowercase s spirit and in truth. We're going to dive into that capital S and lowercase s a little bit. What is truth? We're going to start out with truth before we dive into the spirit. What is truth? Truth is his word. And the Bible says in Psalms chapter number 34, verses 1 through 3, this is how we worship in truth. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That's the truth. That's his word. The Bible goes on to say in Psalms chapter 47, verse number one, oh, clap your hands. All ye people shout with a, unto God with a voice of triumph. Psalms 150 says in verse number one, praise ye the Lord, praise God in his where? Sanctuary. Where do we praise God? In his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. The Bible says in Psalms 100, verse number three, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. And see, since we understand that we didn't make ourselves, but God created us, and that we are his people, the sheep of his pastor, we can understand verse number four. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. 
The Bible says in Psalms chapter number 9, verse number 1 and 2, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thy most high. That is truth. That's his word. His word is true. So his word says that we are to clap our hands. We are to shout unto the Lord. We are to magnify him and we are to lift him up. That's what his word says. And so if we were to worship him, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. All right. They go together. Truth is his word. So if the Bible commands us to do it, that's why we do it. That's why we worship him because of the truth part. Amen. So we have scriptural bagging of why we worship the way we worship. So when people don't understand why do you clap, why do you worship, why do you dance, why do you leap, because the Bible tells me to. Why do you do all these things that you do? They call it emotion. I call it Bible. <laughs> they say, why are you so emotional? No, I'm just following the Bible. The Bible says to clap. The Bible says to shout. The Bible says to lift my voice. The Bible says to dance before the Lord. That's what the word says. And how many know that through your praise, God honors your praise? God honors that. Every single time, even when I don't feel like it, I must have truth. And the truth, the word says and tells me to do it. That's why he says, put back up Psalms chapter number 9, verse number 1 and 2. The scripture says, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my what? Whole heart. You see that? With my whole heart. And I will show forth all thy marvelous works. How do you show forth his marvelous works? Through, through your praise. That's right. Through your praise. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praises to thy name, O thou most high. So our opening text speaks of John chapter 4, verse number 24, where it says God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him, how? In spirit and in truth. Well, we understand that truth is truth and the word is truth. But spirit, let's talk about spirit here. Because spirit, as we know, can mean a lot of different things. When we see that lowercase s, it's not dealing with the spirit, God, capital S. But the lowercase s can deal in a lot of different areas. The lowercase s, as I'm going to show you in scripture, is dealing, and you want to write this down for those that take notes, the spirit, lowercase s, is relationship. That's what it is. Lowercase s is relationship. I'm going to show you in many different scriptures here today how the spirit, lowercase s, is relationship. Oftentimes, the spirit, lowercase s, we're dealing with, there can be demonic spirits. That's always lowercase s. Gifts of the spirit. There's all type of things and scriptures and verses in the Bible that deal with the spirit. All right? And so, I want to show you here how the spirit here, when it speaks of God is a spirit, and they that worship him must, the scriptures here, must worship him in spirit and truth. The Bible says in John chapter number 14, verse number 17, it says, even the spirit of truth. See that? Capital S, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him. Can't seem they don't have a relationship with him. They don't know him. But you know him. You have a relationship with him. For why? How do you? For he dwelleth 
with you and shall be in you. The relationship part. Verse number 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Speaking of relationship, go back to verse number 17, please, where it says, because it seeth him not whom the world cannot receive. The world can't receive this spirit of truth because it doesn't seem, neither does it knowing. But you knowing, for he dwelleth in you. And because we know him, that's why we ought to praise him. Because we know him. For he dwells in you and shall be in you. Now let's look at this here in Acts chapter number 19, verse number 15. The Bible says, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, what? I know. And Paul, I know, but I don't know you. So even the evil spirit knew that Jesus had a relationship with the spirit. Even the evil spirit knew that Paul had a relationship with the spirit. But if you don't have a relationship with the spirit, the evil spirit says, well, who are you? That's why he was able to say to those seven sons of Sceva, those sons of Sceva, saying that, I know Paul. I know Jesus. Because they got a relationship with the spirit. That's where their power dwells but who are you? I, I don't see that same relationship. I don't see that same authority upon you. See, because we have that relationship, we carry the authority. That relationship was with who? The Spirit. That relationship and that power is through the name of Jesus Christ. That relationship with the Spirit. And when you don't have that relationship, that's when the evil spirits can recognize, no, who are you? I, I, I don't fear you. I don't fear what you're talking about. I don't fear what you're saying. But when Jesus comes around, I know all he has to say is one word, and I've got to go. But those that have Christ dwelling in you, the relationship part, all you got to say is one word in the name of Jesus Christ. You speak that word, you speak that name in those evil spirits because of the relationship that you have, they've got to flee. Spirit is relationship. Amen. Spirit is relationship. So 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 12, the Bible says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. You see this? Relationship. Then it goes on to say, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know him because they are spiritually discerned. See, there's people that just won't understand why you do what you do because they are of the world and they can't understand spiritual things. All right? So at some point, you just have to stop trying to explain why you do what you do. That's why the scripture says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. See, they've got to try Jesus for themselves. They've got to try and see, does this thing really work? Is this really real? 
I'm going to give an example here. Me and Sister Carter, Brother Gother, a few of us were in a meeting, and we were uh, having a meeting with another pastor uh, who's up in Michigan, and he was telling us about a lady uh, who had just came off the streets, and, uh, and, and lit when I say come off the streets, I'm using that figuratively, speaking of she had no religious or Christian Jesus, nothing type of background, no biblical understanding, nothing like that. But she had a desire to change her ways. She was living in a life uh, of sexual sin where she was a woman sleeping and being with another woman. That's the type of lifestyle that she was in. She was wanting to come out of it, but just wasn't sure how to come out of it. And she goes up to the altar. They had an evangelist in town, and the evangelist says, who would like to receive the Holy Ghost? He begins to talk about the Holy Ghost and the power of how you can come out of sin and how you you can come out of certain ways. And this woman walks up front. This young lady walks up front. And the evangelist asks this lady, would you like the Holy Ghost? And she said, well, I just want to know, is this really real or, or is it just BS? But she didn't say BS. <laughs> she said the actual words right there in front of everybody right here at the altar. But see, that's her normal language. That's just, that's just how she talks. So even in that moment, she wasn't trying to be offensive. It's just, that's just how, that's just how she spoke, right? She said, I just want to know, is it really real or is it just BS? But she didn't say that, you know. So, and so the evangelist stayed in the moment, right? He didn't allow himself to crack. Amen. Because some of us would have been like, oh, Lord. Like, Take me to the water. Take me to the, let's, let's go be baptized. Let's, let's, my goodness, let's, let's do something. See, some folks would have cracked on that, you know, but the evangelist said, well, God is about to prove to you that he's real, and you're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right there in that moment, that lady received the gift of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> they said, to this day, you would think that lady has been in a church her whole life. You would have no idea of what she's come from, because once you are sold out, once you get committed to the Lord, God changes and he alters your entire life. Some ought to say amen. 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 So it's important. The Bible says in verse number 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they're, they're foolishness to him. Doesn't understand it. Neither can he know him because they are spiritually discerned. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. So worship in spirit and truth. Relationship. Relationship is spirit. Truth is understanding God's word. That's what it is. Your worship is your relationship. So let no one hinder your expression of your relationship. Everyone's expression is different, but everyone should have an expression if you have a relationship. I will also say you should have an expression if you want a relationship with Jesus Christ. It is important that we all understand a simple principle today, that in order to worship in spirit and in truth, the spirit is your relationship. Truth is his word. That means how you worship in spirit is based on your relationship with Jesus Christ. And no one, not anybody in here, should feel hindered on how you worship based on your relationship. That's right. 
No one should feel hindered by that because everyone's relationship and their expression to the Lord is going to be different. We oftentimes use Brother Mike as an example because he's young, he's like the human pogo stick, and he's got all this energy on how he worships. That is how he is expressing his relationship. He shouldn't feel hindered how he expresses his relationship. Yet, if my dear sister Donna Holmes was to get up and do the human pogo stick, I say, Lord, you're splitting the sky. I'm, I'm, I'm a look. I, I don't know what that was. But I, I, just, I just did something wrong. With we'll check it later. I think Jesus is about to come back. Wouldn't you too? Uh, <laughs> But Sister Donna Holmes, if all she can do is this right now, that is her expression of her relationship. Amen. That's right. That is her expression. That is the spirit. That's her worshiping in spirit. And she knows the words. She knows I ought to lift my hands, I ought to magnify the Lord because that's truth. But the spirit, my relationship, I'm going to worship him. And this is the expression of my relationship. See, that's where CMT, God is moving upon me to teach to this church that everyone should have an expression. Everyone should have an expression. If you say you have a relationship, you should never just sit down and do nothing. You should be able to do this. You should be able to do this. You should be able to lift your hands. You should be able every once in a while just to pat that foot because you are expressing your relationship. Amen. And that goes for all of us. We should be able to express our relationship however you feel. Right? Now, I'm not talking about being tired in your body. I'm not, I'm not come on, I, I'm not dealing with that today. I'm just talking about you should be able to express your relationship because that's how we worship in spirit relationship and truth because we know God's word right see when we're tired that's when truth kicks in amen oh I'm teaching I'm teaching good right now when we don't feel like it that's when truth kicks in the spirit is whew. but truth says I love you Jesus <laughs> I adore you Lord <laughs> uh, I can't hold my hands up for another five seconds but I'm gonna just keep them up for these next five seconds and say I love you Jesus and then, whew, until you get that re-energizing of the spirit. Oh, I know I'm teaching. Spirit and truth. It's relationship. And so everybody's expression is different. But CMT, everybody needs an expression, though. All right? Every time we're in the house of the Lord, there should be an expression of worship. Every time. We should not go moments, meaning we shouldn't go five, ten minutes in service where there's no expression. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. Amen. Everybody should have an expression of worship in the Lord. What I'm doing is I'm trying to prepare us and get us moving forward when it comes to not feeling like your worship does not matter. Because whether you sit in the back row and you're just doing this, whether you sit up front and you're just doing this, Brother Morrison, every once in a while, he'll throw them hands up just like this. But see, he's expressing his worship. That's it. All right. And that's what matters. Amen. 
Because the enemy will try to play on your mind to make you think, oh, nobody's paying attention. It doesn't matter if I lift my hands. It doesn't matter if the pastor says, everybody clap, and then you choose not to clap. See, you just broke the spirit of unity. That's how powerful it is. You just broke the spirit of unity. If we say, everybody lift your hands, you're like, oh, uh, maybe next time. Listen to me. Sister Jenny Holmes, lift your hands. And we just, look, praise God. You see that? You see that? You see how far I went? You see how far I went, Sister Carson? Because, you know, sometimes, as sometimes when I do visitations with some of our elders, they say, oh, these, these old bones. <laughs> they say, they don't want to work right. <laughs> I'm ringing the doorbell, ringing the door, like, they coming? They coming. <laughs> they coming. I just got to wait a while. They coming. Here I come, Brother Robinson. Here I come. Praise God. Yeah, see, sometimes that's all we can do. But see, even with you doing that, you're defeating the enemy. That's what you're doing. Because you can't allow yourself to be condemned, and that's what the enemy wants to do. You're not worthy to lift your hands. You're not worthy to praise. Remember what you did last week? Remember what you did last month? The condemnation comes upon you, and you don't think, I'm worthy to do it. Oh, no, no, no. Spirit and truth. Relationship, and because I know. Relationship, and because I know. Because he's seeking people. He's looking for to worship him. I want to commune there because even through the tough times, even through the hard times, even through all the stress and the things that I have going on in my life, I still lift my hands. I still say hallelujah. I still worship in spirit, relationship, truth because I know him. I know his word and I know he'll come through. And I know that every battle that was fought as I read as they were exiting out of Israel, it was done through worship. Hey, man, they didn't have to lift a sword in most battles. They didn't have to do anything. Just worship. Just march. Just walk. Just be obedient. Spirit, relationship, truth, his word. And there are, um, my sister, my, no, my, uh, my wife, we were, we were in church one time, uh, and I want to say we were at my father's church worshiping, and boy, the spirit of the Lord just broke out. I mean, I got excited. I took off running. I took off running. I'm worshiping the Lord. Well, my wife, she seen me running, so she got happy, so she started running. See, I was in the spirit. And the reason why I say that it's because she took off running, and she went around a corner, boom, hit her knee. That knee caught one of those church pews, wood church pew. Boom, she went down. Pow. I didn't know. I'm still, hey, I'm, I'm still worshiping. Somebody came up and said, Eddie, 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 your wife. I'm like, what you mean, my wife? She, it's about five people over there. She's out. She's just, uh. To the point, the uh, ambulance came. Ambulance came to, she couldn't move. It was done. Her, her knee, it was done. And it, this, it, apparently it was a bad knee. This is a knee she's aggravated since she was in high school, has never been right, you know, one of those type of things. Ambulance come, they carting my wife out of the church in the ambulance. And I'm walking out the church like, Jesus. This, what, what was you doing? I just got, I seen you run, I start running. I said, <laughs> I said, what? I said, what? I just got excited. I hit, I hit the knee. Hit my knee. 
And so, no, no, it, it, it gets better. It gets better. So we go to the hospital, and they do, and there's this nurse helping us out, and, you know, all that, wrap it up, everything, you know, got elevated crutches, all that. Okay. So then just a couple Sundays later, boom, it breaks out again. So I'm worshiping. We're doing it. And this time, one of our praise, uh, praise sing, singers is shouting. She's got these heels on. Okay? These thick old heels. And she's just a, just, just a moving. She gets to kicking them things and comes down on my sister now. Her foot, boom, came right down on her foot. Well, back to the hospital they go. <laughs> she, she goes to the hospital. Well, get this. The same nurse that took care of my wife is the same nurse that takes care of my sister. And so the nurse said, now what church is this? She said, because this place sounds dangerous. <laughs> she said, the nurse said, I'm never attending you guys' church, just, just so you know. <laughs> we done lost the soul. <laughs> lost the soul because we're there worshiping. Amen. I said, man, I know the Bible says to watch and pray. But maybe we need to add an addendum in there that says, watch and praise. Watch what you're doing while you're running. Look, open up your eyes, you know. I tell people, run, but have your eyes open. You ain't got to, what you doing running like this? Who does this? I'm in the spirit. No, you ain't. Open up your eyes. <laughs> you can be in the spirit with your eyes open. <laughs> All right? There's nowhere in the Bible where you got to have your eyes shut and be in the spirit. Hey, man, what you open up your eyes? <laughs> open up them eyes. What are you doing? Yeah, that lady said, I'm never coming to y'all church. <laughs> I said, well, I said, I'm be honest with you, I don't blame her. <laughs> we sending more people to the hospital. <laughs> we supposed to be praying for folks to come out of the hospital. We sending them to the hospital. <laughs> That's right expression of worship. You get what I'm saying? We're having fun here. Come on, we can have fun right in this church. I heard many years ago, old brother Barry Partridge <laughs> took off running. Huh? That's what I heard. That's the rumor. I, I don't know. I wasn't here. But I heard he went out and I, I heard this was a uh, like a wood a wood door and I heard he couldn't stop. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Don't, don't blame it on anything, brother. Uh -uh, don't, blame, don't, don't blame it on the... On the uh, you was in the spirit? No, no, you wasn't. You should have had your eyes open, see? See? And I heard, I heard Brother Barry just whoop, slip and went right through the door. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all six, seven of them just right out the door. I hope the preacher said, safe. <laughs> He's safe. He made it. That's it. Amen expression of worship but everybody should have an expression I'm not recommending anybody to go going through that door all right because if you go we just go shut it mm. let it let him stay out there for a while they... <laughs> let him stay out there they need to cool off they need to cool off we've seen a lot of things in apostolic churches amen we've seen a lot of things down through the years We've seen a lot of things, and a lot of things. We say, you know, maybe we ought to teach on this a little bit. We probably shouldn't just let things go a little, a little wild, you know. But we were 
see, we were brought up on expressing our worship. We were brought up, it's relationship. Amen. When the spirit of the Lord gets upon you, sometimes you just can't help yourself. It's the expressing of worship. But everyone, every Sunday, should have an expression. And nothing should hinder your expression of worship. Church, I'm trying to help us as a body of Christ. All right? I'm trying to help us as a body of Christ. Because as God is sending us more and more guests, more and more people interested in changing their life, more and more people that are saying, I need to make a change, more and more people that have a desire to repent, you know, it's our worship. It's our praise. It's your expression that just changes the atmosphere. It's, it's whether you can just sit there and do this, or if you can clap your hands, or you can be like David and Fruit. I'm like, boy, we need to get some jump ropes out here. We, it's a, you know that when they do that? They, they, Let me stop. I don't know if I'm preaching or what. I'm having fun today, aren't I? This is, this is it's, it, we're having fun, but this is good teaching. Because it doesn't matter your, it, it, come on, let's use these two precious people just for example. We know they love God. We know they have a desire for the kingdom of God. We know they do. 20 years of work just right here in this church, not counting all the years they've done but they don't worship the same in their expression. Brother Carson still gets out here and goes back and forth and does this. Sister Carson's right here. She ain't moving no further than about three feet. That's it. And then she's going to go right back. Because after a while, I'm going to have to sit down. Amen? But she's doing something. She's doing something, though. Amen? She's saying, hey, for as long as I can, I'm going to worship in spirit and truth. Right? Because that's my expression of worship. That's, 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 that's what matters. That's all the Lord is looking for. That's what he's seeking. Is somebody just going to lift their hands? Is somebody going to clap? Is somebody going to raise their hand? Is somebody just going to make that extra just move towards me? Is, is somebody going to do that? Because church, when we as a collective body do it, oh, just watch how God draws on the people. Not only will he work on you, but he'll work on those next to you, work on those behind you, work on those in front of you. Hallelujah. I just wonder if I had a few people in here, this coming up revival, this coming up Sunday, you've seen people maybe a couple rows ahead of you that you don't recognize or maybe you haven't seen in a while. You say, Lord, touch them right now. Lord, work on their heart right now. Lord, move upon them right now. God, touch my brother. Touch my, I, I, I sure church, I hope we got a church that's doing that. If we don't, I need to teach that. We need to do that. That's, that's the expression of worship. Lord, help, help my brother, my sister over here. Strengthen them right now. I don't know their name, but God, before this service is over, fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Change their life. Touch their heart. Yeah. Amen. That's right. We should have that mentality every Sunday we come. Praise God. Guess upon guess, Sunday after Sunday. Amen. 
I thank God for that. You know, churches go years without even seeing one person that walk in. My wife and I, we, um, when we went to Ohio, now come on now, me and my wife, all four of us kids. Now, when we walk into a church, you go see us. Come on, come on now. You go see us walking in. We take up a whole church row. Matter of fact, we would need an extra seat just for, it's not even enough. We take up a whole church row. We walk into this church because we were trying to see what church to go to. We come in, sit down. Not one person says something to us. Not one person. Not one said hi, hello. I said, man, I know I put on deodorant. I know. Not one person. Can you believe that? Now, no, y'all think I'm over-exaggerating. I am not over-exaggerating right now. Not one person said hi. And then, you know, the kids, they always get people's attention. Somebody had a nerve to say, oh, they so cute. I want to say, don't talk to my kid. <laughs> that's, that's in my flesh I wanted to do that. Don't be saying, you see me right here. You can't look me in my eye to say hi to me, then talk to my kid. We never, of course we never went back there. Of course. I'm thankful that that spirit is not here. I'm, I'm thankful that we are not like that. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. But church, as we show love, as we show compassion, we, might have, we have to worship. Express unto the Lord. And then as we see brothers and sisters and those, God touch my brother. I, I don't know who that is, I don't, but God move upon them right now. And see, even if you don't feel like lifting your hands for yourself, lift your hands for somebody else. Lift your hands for somebody else across the road. God, move in this place. Like Brother Morrison, he said, I, I was praying. I just began to pray in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was making intercession for him, not knowing that he was probably breaking down strongholds and barriers, destroying yokes for those two men that walked up here to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Spirit, truth. Spirit, relationship, truth, it's a word. That's all it is. And he seeks such to do it. Amen? So church, I, I, I want to admonish you from the youngest in here to the eldest in here. Express whatever your expression is. Don't, 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 don't be caught up in seeing other people moving and dancing and moving. You do it your way. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I don't know this song, but I love you, Jesus. Amen. I never heard these words before, but God, move in this place. Move in this place, Lord. Move in this place, God. Uh, move in this place, Lord. Move in this place, God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Move in this place, Lord. Move in this house, God. Touch somebody, Lord. Touch one person, Jesus. I'm telling you, church, that, that's, the, that's the culture elevation. No, I'm not preaching about a culture shift. No, we have the culture. I'm trying to elevate the culture. Are y'all hearing me? We have a culture of worship here. All right? We have a culture of worship here. I'm trying to elevate the culture of worship. 
just elevated. That's, that's it. Because we can't remain stagnant where we are. All right? We can't stay on the same level. We can't go into 2021 just on the same level and just satisfy. No, we got to elevate the culture. We elevate it. We take it to another level. Well, how do you do that? Understanding. And then once we understand it, we put it into action. Put in action. Worship. Spirit. Relationship. Express your relationship. Express it. Because we are better what? We're better what? Thank you. We're better together. I come again. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Let's lift our hands unto the Lord right now. God, I come against the spirit, Lord, that tries to grab hold of people's minds to cause them to feel unholy and unworthy to lift their hands. I come against that spirit, Lord, of condemnation that weighs on the hearts of, their, of your people that causes them not to be able to lift their hands, causes them not to be able to clap their hands, causes them, oh God, to not open up their mouth and begin to express their love to you. But Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ from this day forward that there may be an expression every man, woman, boy, and girl that God, no matter what the expression is, oh God, that they may do it with liberty. Let there be a spirit of liberty in this house, oh Lord. Let there be a spirit of liberty in your house, oh God. No matter if they're on the left, right, the front, or the back, there may be a spirit of liberty in your house. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, for the next 30 seconds, let's clap our hands and love the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, spirit and truth, spirit and truth. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, I speak into this church. We will have ele elevation. We will have elevation. We will have it. Yes, we will. You, you, you hear me? I'm telling you. I'm claiming it boldly in the Holy Ghost. We will have elevation. Sister Hannah, you will feel a freedom in your spirit this Sunday to just worship. You, you, you hear what I'm saying, young lady? You're going to feel it, and then you're going to just express it. I don't care. Just don't go through that door. You go through the door, you're staying out there. You're going to have to walk all the way back around. You're going to feel it, and when you feel it, just do it. Don't let that enemy try to tell you, well, I, don't, I haven't been here long enough. That, that's a lie from the devil. Oh, I, I don't really know. I'm not sure. No, you throw your hands in the air. You let those tears flow. If you, if you want to leap and leap, you do it. You express it. You express it unto the Lord. Amen. Sister Mary Alice, if you just want to lift your hands, if you want to take a little walk up and down that aisle, you do it. Whatever you feel, you express it. God's people should not feel condemned to worship the Lord in his house. It's too much of that. I've had people tell me to my face, Pastor, I wanted to move, but we can fill in the blank. I wanted to, but 
And see, you know, I'm the wrong person to tell that. Well, move. <laughs> Do it. But you know, that's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. So concerned. Well, what's this person going to say? This person going to... Let me... Spirit of meekness right now. I need to calm down. No, just, just come on. We're going to elevate. However you can express, you express. Amen? You express it. I don't care if the person next to you falling asleep. Leave them alone. Let them sleep. Obviously, they need to rest. <laughs> let, them, let them rest. <laughs> Praise God. Let them rest. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> y'all ain't expect me to say that, did y'all? Let them rest. Praise God. You express. While they resting, you express. <laughs> you, <laughs> Amen. You express while they rest. <laughs> Amen. It's amazing how folks can fall asleep, but then as soon as you say, let everybody say, hey, hey, hey wide awake. Amen. <laughs> Is that dismissal? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to give an altar call today, sister. <laughs> We've had a good time today. I'm going to let you get out of here. Church, God is a spirit. They that worship him must, 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 you must do both spirit and truth, relationship and his word. You've got to do both. You've got to do both. Relationship, expression. When you don't feel like it, truth. Spirit, relationship, expression. When I don't even feel like it, truth. You must do both. Let's lift our hands unto the Lord. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for what we've heard today. We thank you, God, for everything that you have done. Help us, oh God, right now that we may elevate in our worship. God, this Sunday, I am proclaiming the elevation of worship in every member of this church, that there may be an atmosphere that we haven't felt before because all people are one. All people are expressing their worship unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Oh, clap your hands, oh ye people. Shout with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. May God bless you today. 